Welcome to Trendline. I'm Michael Stittle. And I'm Nick Nanos. Nick, we're recording this on an early Monday morning. I've got my coffee following a week of climate strike news and Greta Thunberg headlines. Uh, so what are the national numbers today? Well, the top numbers across the nation, we have the Conservatives and the Liberals gripped in a tie. 34% for the Conservatives, 33% for the Liberals. The New Democrats and the Greens are both at 13%. The Bloc at 4 People Party at 3 And of note, you know, we've been polling for a really, really, really long time. And uh, the last mm -hmm. week has been very good for the Green Party of Canada. They're at 13% nationally. We've never, ever, 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 ever had the Greens at uh, 13%. So good news for them. Wow. Um, and wow. Uh, so it's like a double horse race, right? The horse to win, mm -hmm. the horse race to win, and the horse race to place third right now. And what about uh, preferred PM? Well, it's interesting. So, you know, we said there was the Liberals and the Conservatives were gripped in a tie for, for the mm -hmm. ballot. They're also now gripped in a tie on preferred prime minister, both Justin Trudeau and Andrew Scheer at 28%. 18% of Canadians are unsighted as to who they would prefer as prime minister. And then another tie, Jagmeet Singh at 11, Elizabeth May at 10 on the preferred prime minister front. So uh, so you've got an interesting race there. But what is very, very interesting is that in the last week, there's been a noticeable decline in the proportion of Canadians that would that believe that Justin Trudeau would make the, the best uh, prime minister. And uh, mm. he's, he's dropped from about a six to seven point advantage to no advantage and if you're a liberal you got to be very nervous because when you drill down into the demographics over the last over the weekend justin trudeau has dropped 10 percentage points 10 percentage points wow. among canadians wow. that are under 30 years of age we're i think we're going to call mm. this the greta thunberg effect you know yeah she's uh she's a tour de force she put the environment on the agenda, not just for Canadians, but for the campaign. And uh, remember what she said. What did she say? He's not doing enough. That, you know, yeah. what, what's it like to yeah. have Greta Thunberg tell the prime minister of your country or the leader of the Liberal Party, uh, you know, you're, you know, not doing enough. And uh, which, uh, to to be fair, she she says that to every world leader. But as you said on Friday, Nick, uh, the last time we recorded uh, Trendline, that it was a bit of a, it could have been a bit of a risky move for Trudeau to meet with her for this very reason. Yeah, like, what did he expect her to kind of say, you're doing a wonderful job? And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the, the reality is for Greta Thunberg, she's not satisfied with what anyone is doing. So, mm -hmm. I don't know, I just, I, I thought, I still thought it, I, I still thought it was risky. And, uh, you know, not doing enough. Does that sound familiar? I think Jagmeet Singh says that. <laughs> Jagmeet Singh says that, yeah. right? Justin yeah. Trudeau, not doing enough for the middle class, not doing enough on the environment. You know, earlier in one of our podcasts, we talked about third-party validation. We had the Globe validate mm -hmm. the ethics problem. We had the blackface kind of validate the conservative attack ads that he's not as advertised. Yeah. Greta Thunberg, now let's add that to the list where she's validated wow. uh, Jagmeet Singh's uh, commentary on Justin Trudeau that uh, he's not doing enough. Now, you also said on Friday, I think I saw you say this on uh, Powerplay with Don Martin as well, that, you know, it was probably a, a good idea for Andrew Scheer, conservative leader Andrew Scheer, 
to skip the climate strike because a lot of people thought it wasn't such a hot idea. And how did that play out in our numbers? Well, you know, the thing is, is that uh, there was no negative impact on uh, on his personal numbers or on the ballot numbers from not going. You know, the, the, mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, Andrew Scheer is not going to win the election based on his environmental platform. He's going to, if he does win the election, he's going to win it based on his focus on the middle class and the cost of living and people uh, not being happy with, uh, with Justin Trudeau. And, and, you know, that, like I said on uh, our previous podcast, all the leaders should be responding to what Greta Thunberg says. Uh, do mm -hmm. they have to go hat in hand to her to uh, get a picture taken and to have her say something about them? I don't think so. So, you know, it was a risk for Justin Trudeau. Uh, it was a no-win for Andrew Scheer. He avoided it. There hasn't been any discernible impact negatively uh, on him for his decision uh, not to not to not to be marching in the strike or going to Montreal. And now, over the past weekend, uh, we've had the Liberals release their full costed platform. CTVNews.ca's Rachel Ayello was in the lockup and has a pretty exhaustive story on our website. Uh, so it should be interesting to see if the Liberals can kind of change the channel and make it more about affordability of living this week. Yeah, I know. I guess it's. Uh, I had a quick read of the uh, the Liberal platform. It's. Uh, I think it includes the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink, the utility sink, the sink in the garage. <laughs> like you know, they're kind yeah. of let's put it. Yeah. Like they're putting it all in. <laughs> And uh, there is a lot in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're gonna they're they're banking on the fact that uh, Canadians have an appetite for uh, for more deficits, that they want to see the government mm -hmm. proactively uh, spend to help Canadians, and uh, you know they're, that's that's what they put out there. But the the thing is, is for them, as long as the focus continues to be on the Liberals and specifically on Justin Trudeau, it's just not going to be good for them. So uh, it's mm -hmm. not enough just for them to put out their platform. It's going to be important for them to compare and contrast their platform to the conservative platform. And the same thing goes for Andrew Scheer, right? He's got to keep the mm -hmm. focus on Justin Trudeau. He's got to take the conservative platform and say, uh, you know what? You should look at what the liberals are promising and, uh, and then compare both of those so that he can shift the, keep the focus on Justin Trudeau. Now we've got uh, a tie for first and a tie for third place, I guess. How is the tie between the Greens and the NDP, how could that possibly impact a potential seat count in the House of Commons? Oh man, yeah. This is where, uh, Michael, is this where we play fantasy politics? Sometimes, right. <laughs> sometimes it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the, we're looking at the numbers now. No one has a majority government, uh, neither the Conservatives mm -hmm. nor the Liberals. Um, the uh, the the support for the Greens and the NDP helped the Conservatives a little more on the on the vote split front in terms of converting into seats. But if there were an election held today, realistically, we would have some sort of minority government that would be looking at the New Democrats and the Greens, and we can't count the block out because uh, mm -hmm. you know right now the block I think are at around 20% support or thereabouts, 19, 20% support. Uh, that means there's a good chance for them to win more than the seats that they have now. And uh, it'll be a House of Commons with lots of dance partners. Yeah, except oh it'll God. be kind of like that awkward high school dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It probably won't be very pretty. Oh, boy. Uh, so, Nick, what's your big uh, takeaway today? 
My big takeaway, watch two things. First of all, the negative trajectory on Justin Trudeau's personal brand on the preferred prime minister front and the positive trajectory for the Greens. They've been picking up steam in the last five days, and now they are neck and neck with the new Democrats. Nick, thanks very much. My pleasure. So, Nick, how can we find you? You can reach me on Twitter at N-I-K Nick Nanos or go to the Nanos website at www.nanos.co. And I'm also on Twitter at, at Michael Siddle. This show was produced by Trevor Coral, Jesse Taharali, and Phil Hahn. Our executive producer is Liz Travers. Sound editing was done by Jesse Taharali. This show is hosted by Nick Nanos and myself, Michael Siddle. And if you're interested in politics, please check out Rachel Aiello's Election Dispatch. You can find out how to sign up at ctvnews.ca.